Welcome in, friends. This is Voice in the Kingdom, and we're here on a Tuesday morning on the Box 2 Radio Network. We're grateful for the opportunity to be here. We don't take it lightly. We are a listener-supported network, and we are so grateful that you have chosen to tune in. And we're here every weekday morning, 7 to 9 a.m. And on Tuesdays, our special co-host all the way from the Lone Star State on the phone is Elder Jeff Arrington. We also have Brother Whitney Ward in here in the studio with us this morning. And so we are excited to get started and see what the Lord's going to do. Brother Jeff, how are you doing this morning? Oh, wonderful, brother. Always excited about Jesus. Another day in the kingdom. Man, I am blessed to be alive, to be in the kingdom of God. Amen. Amen, amen. I, I can't even, I can't, I can't add anything to that, man. That's good stuff. I love it. <laughs> well, let's, let's get right into it this morning. We, you know, we've got a little bit of a shortened time with you this morning because we've got a, a guest that we're going to have on at eight o'clock talking about some things uh, about, uh, we're going to be talking about capitalism from a biblical perspective. So we're excited about that, but we also are very excited about what the Lord is showing you. So let's jump right into it this morning. Well, you know, I, I tell you, man, it's just a blessing to be a part of uh, of the kingdom on this side of Calvary, you know, being born in this dispensation, understanding that that we all those that are born again will will fulfill in prophecy, you know, from what the the prophets spoke, what God spoke years ago, uh, we get to live it out. It's such a blessing, and you know, the scripture says that all things are working together, Amen. you know, for our good, and <clears throat> also says that uh, God Himself is working all things out to the council. Of his own will so with that pro- prophetic breath of god we get to live it out and uh i can show you what i'm talking about here in in genesis uh which means the beginning so let's go to genesis and and discuss this how you doing whitney i'm doing great brother jeff how you doing <laughs> oh man i am so excited about the kingdom of god i just believe god he, he loves uh enthusiasm about his kingdom you know uh, that's why the Bible says, uh, he told Zacchaeus, you know, I'm, going, I'm coming in your house. The little man was so excited to see the Lord. He climbed the tree and, and, and uh, man, God said, I'm coming to your house. So I just believe God. <laughs> he loves excited Christians and Christians who are positive, you know, and uh, understand that uh, we've already won. So we're fighting from a place of victory. Glory mm, to God. Amen. Hallelujah. I've been excited. The Lord's been hooking me up with kingdom people everywhere. I hooked me up with a man in Myrtle Beach, one in Bourbon Street, Louisiana. And then I was at the Bronx, Brooklyn, Queens. I've been everywhere in the last three or four weeks of life. (laughs) Wow. So you've been all over the place, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I've I've met some kingdom people, though. I met a guy there on Bourbon Street, man, Pastor Troy. He's a kingdom man. I met a man down in... Myrtle Beach, he runs a couple rehabs, and he's got a phenomenal story. He's a kingdom man. The Lord just gives me these, hooking me up of all these people. Glory be to God. Amen. Well, that's what I mean. We fulfill the prophecy. God got people everywhere, man. Yes, he does. In all in all cities. And I think about the Lord. He got people all over the world. So I'm excited about that because I know there's uh, a lot of prayer going up all over the world right now. And I just believe there's angelic movement, there's spiritual movement in the heavenlies, and things are happening, things are being realigned, and uh, God is bringing the revelation of his kingdom more and more, because I believe this is the last dispensation, I believe we're tapping into the kingdom dispensation along with grace, working together, and uh, we're in those last days, 
The stage is being yeah. set, brother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and there's an end time anointing on the body of Christ right now uh, for breakthrough. We're getting breakthroughs all over the place. I call I call it a breakthrough nation. We're a breakthrough nation. We break through all the defenses of the enemy and all the lies of the devil. Amen. Amen. And this morning, we're going to break through some things here with truth. God's word is true. Let every man be a liar and let God's word be true. Hallelujah. So, so we see here in Genesis chapter 3, verse 1, that, you know, there, there was an interruption in the plan of God right here with Satan. It, it says, now the serpent, verse 1 says, the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field. <laughs> but that word subtle has to do with uh, divination. It has to do with, you know, uh, uh, bringing enchantment. Uh, or, or in other words, he sold a lie in the, in the, into Adam and Eve. He sold something into them. And we see that uh, he interrupted the whole plan of God as far as what he had for them. And uh, But God always has a solution for the pollution. Amen? Amen. <laughs> That's good. He always has something already working. You know, he's like a, you know, can you imagine trying to play chess with the Lord? He's so many steps ahead of you, mm -hmm. you know? <laughs> yeah, you we, don't have a chance, really. When we were talking about the stage being set just a minute ago, I almost made that, almost said, you know, that chessboard's been set up a long time. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's so far advanced, man, you don't have a chance, man. He knows the end from the beginning. That's right. You and, can't win with that. Hallelujah. And we're on his side. Woo, what a place to be. I like that. Yeah, there you go. And, and we're fulfilling prophecy. So we see that Satan sold his seed into Adam and Eve. Of course, got them to choose self-government because, you know, my slant is government here. And uh, we see here that instead of choosing divine government, they chose self-government. And, of course, we come down and God confronts the woman and the man and it gets down to the serpent. And in verse 15, God prophesies here. The prophecy in Genesis 3.15 is a powerful prophecy. And we have to understand our part with this. It says, and I will put enmity between thee and the woman. Now we see that there's a lot of violence, a lot of, uh, you know, uh, all this stuff we see in our world today as a result of what happened here in, in the prophecy. God says, I'm going to put enmity between thee and the woman, between thy seed and her seed. It will bruise thy head and thou shalt bruise his heel. In other words, we're going to destroy your authority, take your rule. And, and that was the uh, assignment of her seed. We see that here. So uh, 2,000 years ago, something happened and uh, that changed the course of history, the course of mankind, opened up an opportunity for us of a lifetime, not just this lifetime, but eternal life. Something was opened up to us. And divine government hit the earth 2,000 years ago. And he brought with him the kingdom of God, opportunity. And the kingdom of God is all about opportunity, right? Amen. Opportunity. And uh, I was teaching the youth yesterday morning Bible, and I said, the opportunity, what is opportunity? And some said, it's a, it's a chance. It's an open door. It's a choice. I said, all that is correct. God gives us opportunity. Remember, the Bible says he came into his own, his own received him not. Mm. He came, and they didn't understand the hour of their visitation. They didn't know what time it was. Mm. They didn't know who he was, and they missed their hour of visitation. See, we're in a time of visitation. God's grace is being poured out. We're on this dispensation. He's been appeased. Jesus was the sacrifice.
God is not angry. He's not mad. He's not judging us. I mean, grace is just poured out. And we live in an opportune time uh, to receive the kingdom, to receive the king of that kingdom, and to become part with this uh, assignment of this prophecy to destroy the works of the devil. And that's what I'm excited about, because this is an anointing that was on Christ, is an office on the church, first seed. And we see it played out here. Isaiah prophesied of it. Of course, we talked about that. And Isaiah 9 and, and 6, it says a, a, a child was born, right? The seed, because that word seed is translated child or son or word. So uh, we see that a son was was born in Isaiah 9. A child was born, but a son was given. So we see that the, the, the fulfillment of this prophecy came 42,000 years ago, according to Apostle Paul, when he prophesied out of Galatians when he said, when the fullness of time came. Let's look at that because it, it, it links right to, to Genesis 3.15. And that same anointing is on the body of Christ. We just got to recognize it. And if you look at Galatians 4, verse 4, it says, but when the fullness of time was come, God sent for his Son, come on, made of a woman. <laughs> her seed, her seed. See, and Christ fulfilled that. He began to fulfill it the moment he hit Jordan River, came up on that river. Uh, Quincy, he began to cast out devils. He began to heal the sick. He began to proclaim the kingdom of God. He began to bruise and take the authority from Satan. Glory to God. And that same grace, that same assignment, that same seed is on us. Now, when we look at our world, we can see uh, uh, basically two types of behavior that's going on, even now in our country, right? And it, and, it, and it's clear, uh, you know, a tree by its fruit. fruit, fruit, right? Right. And the Bible says the seed is in itself in Genesis. The seed is in itself. So thy seed, Satan's seed. When we see all the chaos, when we see all the violence, when we see all the lawlessness, we know what seed that is. See, the body of Christ, we got to have discernment. It's not flesh and blood that we're wrestling against. See. There's a spirit of disobedience. There's a spirit that works in the children. See, the seed of disobedience. There's a spirit at work. And what's happening is that the prophecy is being fulfilled. And... God prophesied to Rebecca, he said, there's two nations in your womb, two nations, two manner of people, right? He said, two nations, two manner of people are in your womb. One will be stronger than the other. Hallelujah. <laughs> mm. That's why I'm so excited about the kingdom, because uh, we can't be defeated. There's no way. That's right. Well, Satan like has a problem. The ecclesia, the church is on the ground. Her seed, the, the seed the woman, the man-child. And that's why men are under attack. That's why authority is under attack. That's why police officers are under attack. Mm -hmm. That's right. See? Well, it's like you said earlier, we're fighting from a place of victory, though. I like yes, that. Yes, we are. That's it. As the man-child. Yeah. As the man-child. Yeah. And uh, this is where... <laughs> this is where I know, you know, it caused a lot of problems, but that's okay. God so loved the world, he sent his... Son. Son, did he not? Mm -hmm. He sent a son. Right. And that son had an assignment, had a, had a mission. 
And that was to a twofold purpose. That was to destroy the works of the devil, but at the same time, build a house, build a church, build an ecclesia, twofold purpose. Amen. And that same anointing, Quincy, and witness is on us, see. That's right. Twofold anointing. And that's what we'll talk about today. Amen. We'll talk about this twofold anointing because it's the seed Christ, her seed, that we were born of, incorruptible seed. Yeah. Amen. All right. Well, and we got to understand, Amen. by nature, uh, uh, we're governmental by nature. And mm. and that's where that's the great message of kingdom preaching, getting the word out there to let people know you have an assignment. You're, yeah. you're, you already have been chosen by God, and, you, and he yeah, has a, a destiny and a will for your life. You're not just here waiting to go to heaven. You're here to get... The, to finish the work. Jesus said it is finished. Amen. Hallelujah. But he's, he's also going to finish so many things through you and me and through our listeners. Amen. Glory. Right. Right. All right. Well, he said his part. He said his part is finished. That's right. We Come got on. Part now. Yeah, he, now it's our he, turn. He finished his assignment. Now we got to finish, right? That's right. Amen. Well, we're going to keep going Paul on. Said, Paul we're... said I finished mine. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> you got to That's it. Well, we're going to take this break. We're going to come back and get more into this, that uh, twofold anointing, that twofold an assignment. Uh, we'll be right yeah. back with that here on Voice in the Kingdom. we got this trivia question still out there. One of the three mighty men with David, when they defied the Philistines, was Eleazar. What was Eleazar's father's name? 270-257-2689. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with more with Brother Jeff Arrington here on Voice in the Kingdom. All right, and we are back with Voice in the Kingdom. Amen. Thank you, Anita. We're back here on Voice in the Kingdom. We've got Whitney Ward here in the studio. We've got Brother Jeff Arrington by phone from Marshall, Texas. And uh, we're getting into this uh, twofold assignment, twofold uh, anointing. Uh, we were talking about that right before the break, Brother Jeff, and I know you said you're going to get into it. So let's recap that what those, those two assignments are, and then we'll get into it. Well, you know, when Christ came, it's, it's all about you know, the order of Melchizedek, he's both king and, and priest. So we see that when he came, the first thing he began to do, right, he went around and, and he began to heal the sick, cast out devils and all this. That's kingdom. He said, if I was the finger of God, cast out devils, I have no doubt that the kingdom of God has come upon you. In other words, he was bringing evidence of a higher order or a greater government that, that was manifesting, see, in his life to show that there's something different upon the face of the earth. And, and, and that his power was greater than Lucifer's. And uh, he went around showing everybody who he was through his actions, see. And, and, and that's the kingdom. And then on the flip side of things, he began to say, he said, I'm going to build me something, see. I'm going to build me a base. I'm going to build up people. I'm going to restore people back to their original purpose. I'm going I'm to I'm give them life and life more abundantly, the life of God. And so he had a twofold purpose, and that was to both to, destroy the work of the devil, but at the same time, build the kingdom of God. So the twofold anointing in the kingdom of God, both to destroy and to build, see. And uh, he's building the kingdom. He's not building his own. See, like, you got to understand, when we get born again, most of the church world, especially in America, there's an American gospel that tells you to build your own ministry, to build your own kingdom, build yeah. your own success. Mm -hmm. But in the gospel of the kingdom, we're building... Uh, God's success. See, we're building God's kingdom. 
Mm. And uh, this is called sonship. It's all about representation. See, God made man his own image. Image, image is likeness, right? Image right. is is that we, he gave man dominion and told him to subdue. Now, this is in representation, not ownership, see. And God is, is showing us through the power of Son, Jesus Christ, that if we will follow him, see, we will be successful automatically. And I was sharing with the youth yesterday that in, in Job 22, 20, I believe, 22, 20, somewhere in there, it says that if you just acquaint yourself with God, just getting to know God, good going to come to your life. Just by me knowing Christ for these 40 years, man, good has come to my life. Hmm. See, Just by knowing God, just by getting to know him, just by being around him. See, <laughs> and, I, and I say acquaint means to be around, to, to get to know, to ask questions. All this has to do with relationship. And just having a relationship with God, good is going to come to your life. Hmm. And that's the seed of the kingdom. It's going to bear fruit. Peace, joy, all this is the kingdom. Remember we talked about that last week? Mm -hmm. Yeah. The first order of the kingdom is righteousness. God makes us right. We don't make ourselves right. He makes us right. Yeah. He gives us a gift called righteousness, right? That's right. He makes us right. And that's a powerful force that Satan knows about because if, if you read James 5, it says that the fervent prayer of a righteous man, right? Mm, avails much. much fervent prayer then it talks about righteousness exalts the nation when a nation does right before God it begins. God begins to exalt that nation see? and right now we see the battle of two kingdoms taking place in our own country right Yeah. the church we can see it if we're in the spirit we can see the battle of two kingdoms clashing what are they vying for what is at stake here, see? What's at stake? Well, Satan wants the high place. He's always wanting the high place, right? Right. That's why he built that's why he built the altars of Baal, the altars of Molech, the altars of, of the groves. Jezebel built the groves in the high places. Because he wants the place of influence, right? He wants to influence our children. He wants to influence this nation. He wants us to, to worship demons and sacrifice on the devils. Mm. <laughs> He's always done that. Y'all know anything about the spirit of Molech? Y'all know who Molech was in the Old Testament? He's another name for the devil, isn't it? Well, he was he was a, 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 a yeah a god that they sacrificed the children to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. See, and they built this this big old oven I call it, and and they would throw the children in the fire. Yeah. yeah. So and right now we're calling the demons and the devils. Yeah. And it was called, it's called the spirit of Molech. It's in America, see? Yeah, right. And, uh, and it's hid from, from the, uh, the carnal fleshly saints and the carnal fleshly men of the earth. And what we're doing with this abortion thing, see, we're sacrificing children under devils and don't know it. See? Mm. And, and, and God is, I'm telling you what's at stake, what I see. God has raised up an administration that eventually going to deal with this, and Satan knows it, see? <laughs> mm -hmm. right. Lord have mercy. Satan knows something coming. See, he's trying to avoid it, Quincy. He knows something coming. Glory to God. And as long as the Ecclesia, we keep praying, keep calling for the purpose of God, keep calling God, we're going to overthrow and overturn the spirit of Molech in this nation. Amen. 
and we're going to start killing all these children, see, and Satan knows there's something coming. God has set something in place, see, the right person, the right people around the person, see, in the high place. So Satan wants the high place where he can keep his influence, keep killing babies, keep uh, perverting men, and keep telling men they women and women they men, and keep bringing confusion to yeah. mankind. The great deceiver. But the kingdom of God wants to set the order, set us back in order, see. That's right. Now I'm speaking prophetic. Our prophet speaks what he sees. I'm telling you, Satan is the master of role reversal. Mm. Right? Yeah, he is. He wants a man out of place. He wants a woman out of her place. He wants the children out of their place. Why? So he can wreak havoc in the home. And then that can translate to the school. That translates into society. Now our children don't know how to behave. Hey, who took the word out, took the government out, took the mind of God out. Now our children are wild and disorderly. Yeah. All right. Who would have ever thought we would accept a man marrying a man? And... It, it it got accepted, and now and now, brother Jeff, the the one that turns me even more than that is they are setting the stage and presenting pedoph pedophiles, pedophilia, or however you say that word, as uh -huh. an accepted behavior. Mm -hmm. Who would have ever well, get, thought anybody would agree to that? It's gonna get worse and worse unless we receive divine government again and receive Christ that light. Because we progressively get worse without God. You can see that. Yeah. Yeah. Who would have thought we would accept that? Well, I was going to say, you know, even, I mean, even back in Roman times, even back when Jesus, you know, when Romans were ruling everything, it was all about serving self. Right. So a lot of these same things that are now, just now starting no, to get no, no. accepted in quote unquote civilized society, those are things that have been on the table since then. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's why it's so important. To get back to the Word of God, put the Word back in our schools, bring the moral uh, uh, reality of God back to our children, bring God consciousness back mm -hmm. to our children, That's understanding, right. see, yeah. that, that God chose this nation, set us here by divine, hallelujah, That's providence. It. That's We're here it. by divine purpose. Yeah. He predestinated us mm -hmm. to be here. Whatever the cause, whatever happened... God ordained this generation to deal with Satan. See? That's right. The whole world, raised, the whole world is baffled. The church, yeah, yeah. The whole world is baffled why America sprung up as quick as it did. Why was America yeah. blessed? They don't understand yeah. that the biblical basis of this country and the covering that was there by the people that started this country. That's why. That's why it sprung up as fast as it did, and that's why the enemy started right. That that's why the enemy started right then to start to destroy it, and it took two hundred and something years. But here it comes. That's it. And, and God chose this generation. See, God can choose. Well, he chose our generation to make the difference. That's, yeah, that's it. That's why, that's why he raised us up for of such a time as this. That's why we together. That's why he put us together. That's why he put other men together. That's why you meet other kingdom men. Because God always has an answer. See, he always has a remnant. He always has a prophet. He always has a people uh, for their day. And this is our day to overthrow that spirit of Molech. Stop killing these babies. That's right. Right? That's it. Stop letting this perverted spirit stop teaching our children about two mommies and two daddies. Throw that stuff in the garbage. It's not of God. It came from the surface. It came from Lucifer. Mm -hmm. And we got to right this ship. We got to right some things. That's why we are in the kingdom for such a time as this. Such a not time. Not trying to build our own kingdoms and not trying to be successful in our own uh, power, but getting back to our assignment, That's our apostolic assignment. Hallelujah. That's right. 
And that's what this broadcast is here to do. We we put the knowledge Ooh. out there. We put light in the darkness. Glory. And, and, and brother, we, we do appreciate you coming in every Tuesday. We're going to take a break here at the top of the hour. We're going to, we got a guest that's coming on to shine some more light. He's going to talk about the biblical basis for capitalism. Cause that's another lie of the devil is this socialist welfare state that's trying to spring up from the other side right. of the aisle. So we're going to talk about that for about a half hour with this guy, uh, Charles Mizrahi. He's an expert from wall street. That's going to shed light on this with us. And then we're going to bring you back on to finish this teaching about the twofold anointing and assignment uh, when, when Jesus came to start uh, really ramping up this clash between the kingdoms that we get to talk about. So, That's right. all right, brother. Well, we're going to let you go for just a second, and we're going to come back in a little while and bring you back on. Thank you so much for your time and your, and your patience and your Glory. obedience. Uh, and we're going to come back here in just a moment on Voice in the Kingdom. Welcome back, folks. This is Voice in the Kingdom, and uh, we've had a, a very blessed morning, a lot of stuff going on, and we're going to bring Jeff Arrington back in. And uh, we just had a great conversation with Charles Mizrahi and talking about how, you know, God wants us to be prosperous and God wants us to be wealthy, but he also wants us to share that with those that need it. And uh, that doesn't mean the government taking control of everything and giving handouts and making that impossible for you to do. Uh, and so that was a, that was a really uh, good 30 minutes with him. I'm sure we'll have him on again. But it comes back to what we've been talking about, Jeff, and, and talking about how the deception of the enemy uh, to distort things like wealth and prosperity in the kingdom. Of course, you know. And, uh, of course, when you, when you receive Christ, you're going to prosper. That's, seek first his kingdom, you know. You're going to prosper. And uh, a part of that, that twofold anointing I was talking about, you know, I, I describe it as two kings. There was two kings in the Bible. Uh, I used one was King David. He had a sudden anointing, and uh, that anointing was for war. And the Bible says that David drove out all the enemies of Israel. See, he had an anointing to drive out and occupy. And uh, that's what the anointing was on the, 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 the children of Israel when they crossed over Jordan, was to drive out the inhabitants and occupying their places. And there's been a lot of, uh, you know, for years and years in America, there's been demonic uh, strongholds in our government for years. People's had places. See, Satan needs a soul to work through also, you know. He can't just manifest in the air. He has to have a soul. He has to have a body to work through. Uh, there are certain laws of the spirit that he cannot transgress. Even the Lord, he needs a man to work through. That's why he chose Abraham. He chose uh, David, Moses, God needs a man, right? He sent his son. He has to have a vessel. Well, Satan just can't work out of the air. He has to have a willing vessel. So he raises up his sons also. The Bible talks about the sons of the enemy, the tares, and he sets them in the high places to, to, to execute his influence upon the nations, to deceive the nations. And let's, let's get real. With our nation right now, you know, there's a lot of deception going on, even in the body of Christ. Uh, uh, I mean, even when it comes to the, the wealth, the money, mm -hmm. but we see that God has raised up an administration. Now, what I see is a seer, you know, he raised up a billionaire, which has an anointing to prosper. It's on his life. That's the grace of God. It's, it's more the grace of God on his life than anything. Yeah. And I spoke of David was the warrior, right? His anointing was to war, to tear down, to destroy, to drive out. Then his son anointing Solomon was, was an anointing to build, to build. See, yeah. to build. And uh, God prospered Solomon, gave him wisdom beyond uh, this world. And he calls 
uh, Solomon to be the most uh, influential king of, of Israel's history when it comes to wealth, right? Well, and uh, that's an anointing that's on the body of Christ. If, if we understand our, our assignment and, and come in alignment with the Lord Jesus Christ, see, whatever we touch going to prosper, because now we're understanding what the wealth is for. Yeah. It's to, build a, it's to build a kingdom, right? That's it. It's to give the next generation an opportunity to be trained, to be discipled, see? Mm. And that's what the warfare is over right now, to see the next generation. Mm. So we see in our day, God has positioned an administration. Because I'm not from, I say, I'm not for flesh and blood. I don't wrestle against flesh and blood. I'm for the chosen of the Lord. And when I recognize God has chosen someone for an assignment or something, I get behind it. I don't care who it is. It don't matter to me. The Lord chooses. The Lord sent Samuel over to Jesse's house and lined up seven sons. He said, neither one of them. Then he got to the eighth son. He says, that one right there. <laughs> See? <laughs> the and God one. chose David. The Bible says God chose David. Huh? That's right. Well, it's the one that, that, that the father didn't even think it was even going to be considered, so he didn't even put him in the line. <laughs> there you go. See? And that's how far we all sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of the body of Christ, they all, they can't perceive the chosen of the Lord. Now, I happen to see that, and God has spoken to me concerning this administration that, that's trying to be reelected. See, and let's get real. Uh, this thing is very serious right here, that the people of God wake up and get behind the choice of the Lord. Hmm. See, and uh, because God will always choose those men that will do his will. The Bible says that I chose David because he's a man after my heart that will do my will. Now, was David perfect? Did he have it all together? By no means. No. <laughs> did, he, did he fall? Did he sin? Yes, sir, he did. But was he chosen of God? Yes, right. he was. Yeah, yeah, he was chosen of God. And all his flaws and all his infirmities, all his weaknesses, all his whatever, God still chose the man. That's right. And even after yeah. mist- and even after mistakes, he still chose him. Still gave him. Still chose. Him. Yeah. Still chose a man. So you can't go with a well. This is that he does that. He says this. Throw that out the window. If God chose a man, God knows something that we don't know. See. That's right. <laughs> yeah. I'm and God sees something that we don't see. He sees the heart and not the outward appearance. That's right. What'd you have there, Whitney? I, I'm trying to think of the 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 Pharisee's name. That he even had enough sense, and he said, "You know, if it be of God, you can't stop it. That's it. <laughs> if it be of God, we can't stop it. So, you know, just just let them boys go, let them do what they're doing, because you're you're not going to wrestle against God and win. <laughs> That's right. But we see everything he touched prosper. We see that the anointing on his life it, it speaks it, the most prosperous." Uh, uh, economy that's ever been in American history. Why do you think that's so? It's the anointing on his life. That's why he'll be in it. It's the grace of God. Yes. And, and the body of Christ so bat blind, we can't even see a lot of us now. Some of us can't. It's not everybody with me. <laughs> <laughs> Some of us see the chosen of the Lord by just the fruit, by just the choices see, that's made. Just by surrounding yourself with men of God and, and choosing the right justice, choosing the right men that, that, that love the Lord, see? Hallelujah. And the body of Christ, we need to wake up here and understand what the Lord is doing. Now, let's get back to what I, I believe there's a bigger picture here that, that God is wanting to undo, to see, to some evil work of the devil. The Bible says, for this purpose, for the Son of God made manifest to destroy the works of the devil. 
And that's why David's anointing, it was destroyed by the enemies of Israel. And then the second anointing was on, on Solomon was, was to build the house of God, to build the house of God. And the Bible says that when Nehemiah, they were on the wall Whitney, the Bible says they had a, a sword in one hand and a tool in the other hand. That's right. See, you got to know when to pull the sword and, and when to pull the tool to build, see. Amen. And, and this is where the body of Christ, the wisdom comes from God. We got to know when to fight and when to build. Hmm. And uh, right now is the time to fight, <laughs> bind and loose, right? Because we got to understand that this warfare is not against flesh and blood. Hmm. There's a, a hidden world that's behind the scenes that's influencing this nation in a wrong way. So somewhere right yeah. in there it says, and every man had the mind to work. Right in there where you did. It did. It did say that. Yeah. Near my. Yeah. See, Nehemiah, because they were building the house, building the wall, mm. building the city, build, 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 build a habitation for the Lord. That's what that's part of our assignment. The other assignment, cast out devils, drive out the inhabitants, drive out the Malachites, the Hittites, all the enemies of God, drive them out. And I believe God has set an administration in place that we're going to go for this Molech spirit. So I'm on this thing with this Molech spirit, because I believe it's a curse in our land. Yes. Now, go to Jeremiah 32. I'm going to show you what I'm talking about here. So we can go a little bit deeper so we can join the warfare in the right spirit. Jeremiah 32, verse 35. And they built the high places of Baal. Now, we talk about high places. High places are a place of influence, right? a place where Satan can launch his attack, launch his influence, his false religions, all of this stuff, all this fake news stuff from a high place and to see the masses. This is the media. The media is a high place. See, they broadcast their stuff in the airways and to see thousands with the lies of Satan. So they built the high places of Baal, which is in the valley of the son of Hinnom, to call the sons and the daughters to pass through the fire under Molech, which I commend them not. Neither, gave it, neither it came into my mind that they should do this. Hmm. This is an abomination to cause Judah to sin. In other words, they built an altar to Molech, and they began to sacrifice their children to this demon, this principality, in those days. But that same spirit is here in our day. Mm. The same spirit. Now, what would cause parents to, to, to sacrifice their children to a demon, to put them in the oven and burn them alive in the fire? The same spirit that tells a woman, kill your baby, is in your way. It's going to disturb your life. Sacrifice your baby. It's the same spirit. Right. So we get all these babies being slaughtered in America under the, the lies of the enemy, and, and nobody says anything. But God has a generation now that's raising up, that's moving a wing and making a peep, see. We're starting to now catch the, the, the vision of the Lord, start to see clearly what's going on here. There's a Molech spirit in our land. Now turn, if you would, to, to Psalms 106. There's a, there's a Molech spirit that's loosened our land. Let's start at verse 36. Well, verse 35 says, But were mingled among the heathen and learned their works. They served their idols, which were a snare unto them. Yea, they sacrificed their sons and their daughters unto devils. They shed innocent blood, even the blood of their sons and of their daughters, whom they sacrificed unto the idols of Canaan. 
and the land was polluted with blood. So this is the spirit of Molech. They sacrificed their children. What are we doing? We sacrifice our children. Not just natural abortion, even spiritual abortion. We sacrifice our children. We send them to these public schools, and they teach them all this demonic witchcraft, sacrificing our children to devils. Then they grow up crazy, and we wonder why our children won't obey us. <laughs> you know, we got to build cages to put them in. I'm talking about prisons. Put them in cages because they're so wild and unruly. Well, and you know, we're we're just this morning we were talking about uh, an incident that happened in a mall in in Lexington, Kentucky, just over the weekend, where it was an eighteen uh-huh. an eighteen year old kid that shot a seventeen year old kid over an argument in the middle of the mall. Yep. Yeah. And, and and we talk about well, that needs gun control, not needs heart control. It starts well, at home. That's what I'm saying right there. Sacrificing our children because we're building our own kingdom. Too busy trying to make money, trying to whatever. It's not tending to the things we need to tend to with these, these babies and teaching them the right way. Mm-hmm. So what happens? They grow up wild, unruly, disrespectful to authority, disrespectful to police officers. And they say, you know, we got to put them in a cage and, and to keep them from killing everybody. Stealing and killing, see. Now we're building more prison, more prison. Now they want to let them loose back on the street so they can do more lawlessness. This is satanic, and it repeats itself. Yeah. But the answer has always been the kingdom of God. It's always yes. been sons of the living God. It's always been fathers who've been trained by God to train men how to live, how to behave, how to behave. But I believe God's raising his administration. If we work with God, work with him, I think it's going to grow and increase and begin to overthrow these strongholds, see? begin to overthrow these high places of Satan where he's built these altars and sacrificing our children in the fire. See, these abortion clinics and Planned Parenthood, this subtle lie, this devil, this demon, this witchcraft that came forth years ago from this woman who hated men. If you study the history of Planned Parenthood, yeah. there was a woman that hated men, and, and she said in her heart, no man going to tell me what to do. So Satan gave this brilliant idea from Satan to come up with it called Planned Parenthood. I have a baby if I want to. If I don't want him, I sacrifice him to Molech. And this thing spread it through America like wildfire. That thing that we pass laws and give money to organizations to kill babies. And now, and then somehow they slip it, slip it through to sell the body parts and all that. It slipped through. Nobody how to says anything. Come on, man! It's, the land is polluted. Yeah, and yes. now and now there's money being given to an organization to destroy the nuclear family, and they're calling it a good thing. Yeah, it's how twisted that is. How twisted and backwards that is. Yeah. Maybe yeah. we should just all, all stop. All because a woman hate men. See, these three women that, that, that birth the Black Lives Matter, see, they hate men. They hate they hate who they are, and they hate men. Next thing I know, they deceive a whole uh, organization, NBA and NFL, giving them millions of dollars, like fools, giving it to devils and don't even know it. That's right. Hmm. There were three witches. Yep. Mm. Yeah, giving it to devils. And then you got these neighborhoods where people don't have anything to eat, nowhere to sleep, but they're giving a million dollars to, to some three women, three witches that that that's hate men, that hate order, hate authority, used by Lucifer, and, and hiding behind Black Lives Matter. You see how subtle the devil is? Yeah. He hides behind Black Lives Matter. He hides behind Planned Parenthood. Listen to that, Planned Parenthood. <laughs> then he raised another organization, LGBT, <laughs> right? Yeah. Then he tries to push that down our throats to accept that lifestyle, which will never be accepted because it's against the word of God. That's right. I don't care what they say. It is written in God's word. Heaven and earth going to pass away. But his word ain't going nowhere. And you know one thing about Whitney? You know one thing about the Lord? He's not intimidated by men at all. Uh, <laughs> glory be to God. 
He's not intimidated. He's not afraid of men at all, brother. His word is true. And he ain't, his word ain't going nowhere. Man shall not lie with man. I don't care how they try to dress it up, That's put right. clothes on it, Glory. make it look good, smell good, call it love or whatever. It is not of God. Never. It's demonic. Mm. It is not of God. It'll never be accepted in the kingdom of God. See? And another and, thing I've seen with all of that that LGBT, the everything you just said, Black Lives Matter, all of it, there's such a spirit of fear attached to it. Men and women, good men and women, afraid to stand up and say enough is enough. I, yeah, that's exactly right. I just came from New York, Brother Jeff, and I was talking to a guy on the street, and we was talking about something, and the topic got brought up, the word Black Lives Matter. When I said that word, he looked over his shoulder, he looked to the right, to the left, and he said, hey, you're from Kentucky. You're from Kentucky. They'll kill us right here. You need to be quiet. And I said, anybody around me in Black Lives Matter, they're terrorists. He took off running. He ran and hid inside of his own restaurant. He was the boss. Wow. Well, see, that's what I'm talking about. He used intimidation. And, and fear tactics to shut the mouths of the saints. But see, there's a generation that rises up, the mighty men. We call them for the mighty men mm. to rise up. See, God needs mighty men. And these men were, were giant killers, man. They, they, they didn't care about their lives. They spoke the truth. These prophets, these men of God who are fearless, man. And uh, the this, this Bible says their faces were like lions, man. Mm. And they could use the left oh, hand yeah. and the right hand. Glory right. to God. They knew when to war and when to build. Ah. They knew when to be a lion. They know when to be a lamb. This is the wisdom of God, man. We need in the body of Christ. And see, we got these leaders in the body of Christ. Like you said, they jelly back and scared, won't speak up. Lord have mercy. Mm. Well, and you yeah, know how many signs I see on churches traveling across our United States of America with Black uh -huh. Lives Matter on the front of the little sign billboard? Well, and and that, I'm going, what in the world is happening? Well, and that comes from, you know, yesterday we, we had an author on that talked about discernment. And that, that comes from not using discernment or even doing a Google search on what the organization itself is. All they're looking at is a hashtag and a headline and trying to score points and put butts in the seats. And they're not yeah. thinking about well, what they're putting on their signs. <laughs> well, see, that's what they're banking on, that you don't do your research. See, you don't search it out. Come you just on. look at the title and say, oh, yeah, that's true. And don't search what's behind the scenes, see. That's what he's banking on. That we won't search out Planned Parenthood because it sounds good. Planned Parenthood. That's a good title. Black Lives Matter. Yeah. See, that's a true statement. Yeah. And see, the beast, he uses true statements, see. The subtle beast of the field. He uses those true statements to trap people in the, in the sympathy for that mess. And then next thing you know, they supporting Satan and don't even know it, see. Mm. I mean, go. And that's in the, and that's in the body me. of Christ. That's all of the body of Christ. Y'all reminded me of And the they talking about racism, racism. Please, racism. All I got to do as a black man right now is put on a red hat. They'll kill me. And they talking <laughs> about Black Lives Matter. Yeah, right. It's true. Hold on. Whitney had to put on a red hat and put Trump, <laughs> put Trump up there and walk in certain neighborhoods. I'm dead. But I thought Black Lives Matter. <laughs> <laughs> Five letters on a red hat will get you shot. Uh, Whitney, uh, you had a... I don't know what color you are. You can be green, blue. You, ride, you can put that red head on. I'll tell you, you what. Be... 
We got, huh? I said, we got Jeff fired up. Uh, Whitney had a scripture or something here he wanted well, to share. Hold on. Me, the Bible tells us, it says, it's the glory of God to conceal a matter, but it's the glory of kings to search a matter out. To search a yes. matter out. And we're called to be kings unto God. Well, we got we got going this morning, brother. Uh, so <laughs> we got a few minutes. We got a few minutes left here, and actually, be, thanks to a donation by uh, G One Youth Ministry, we didn't take that eight forty five break. Uh, so we're grateful to them because they they were listening and said, "No, nah, we got to let Jeff keep going here." Uh, but we are about to run out of time, so we only got a few more minutes. Uh, so, what else do you want to make sure that listeners hear this morning about that twofold anointing that we've been talking about? Well, the anointing Christo, Christ, he is the anointed one. When the Bible says, when, when Christ revealed the ecclesia of the church, Peter said, thou art the Christ, the anointed one. The anointing is always for purpose. It's always for, for work. See, the anointing, we are, we've been anointed for a purpose. And it's, it's not to, we call it to be drunk on our own blood, so to speak, is <laughs> to build our own kingdom. But it's to tap into the mind of God, tap into that counsel that he's working out to his own will. See, and we do that by, by meditating the word, by prayer, and see, and staying with the saints, staying with God. And we get into the mind of Christ. And they say, you know, the Holy Spirit leads us when the, when the war in the spirit and when to build up Zion, build up the kingdom, build up the house of God, see, on the, on the flip side. So we see that there's a twofold work here that Jesus embarked upon and is still working today. I call it the building plan. I mean, God set in motion a building plan. 2,000 years ago. He said, I'm going to build my ecclesia. Now, this is a governmental base, and it's still increasing. He's still building this base, but we've been so religious-minded that uh, Satan has taken away, see, the power and the force of our purpose by making us religious. The kingdom of God, the church has never been built to be religious. That's right. If you study Christ, if you study his life, it says in Mark, Matthew 2, verse 6, that he was a governor from the beginning. It says a governor, a ruler, shall come forth out of Judea, and he shall rule his people. Now, that's anointing. That's anointing to rule. Hmm. See, it's not a religious thing. Christ has never been a religious person. He even told he told the Pharisee, he called them serpents and a brood of vipers because they were poisoned with religion. And poison with man-made mixtures and overtones. We need to get that man-made stuff out of the church, right? That that you know that wood, hay, and stubble out of here. Come on. And get back to to the foundation of Jesus Christ, and no other foundation can be laid mm. but Jesus Christ. And get rid of this wood, hay, and stubble that has no power, and Satan knows it has no power to it. And we're gonna see this Molex spirit cast down and stop sacrificing these babies, right? That's right. Bring our children back into the light of the truth that that he made both male and female. There's no other species. I don't care how many letters they come up with, L, G, B, T, A, B, C. It doesn't matter. There's one species, two species, male, female. Hallelujah. That's it. Male, female. Whether they're black, white, orange, or blue, that's two species, male, female. Mm. That'll never change. Glory be to God. Two genders, that's it. And, and be content. If you're a male, be content with that, who you are. If you're a female, be content with God made you. Mm. And not believe the lie that you trapped in on somebody else's body. Lord, have mercy, help us. Mm. So that's my point. The truth will set us free. Thy word is true, Father. Thy word. Mm. The word of God is true. Amen. Mm. That's good. 
Well, brother, we, <laughs> we always enjoy it. <laughs> it's good he stuff. Said your mouth, <laughs> he told those Pharisees, he said, your mouth is an open sepulcher. It's an open grave. It's full of dead man's bone. And, and, and you know what? That same mouth of the Pharisees is still spewing out all over this nation. People buying into it and listening to it. Yeah. I know, man. It's the truth. It's crazy. It's crazy, but there's a remnant that's rising up, brother. But there's some mighty men rising up all over America that's not afraid of Jezebel. Glory to God. Glory to God. That's, a, that's another spirit. We'll talk about that next week. The Jezebel spirit, Ahab spirit, that's trying to get the way the White House. Ahab wants the White House. Jezebel wants the throne. Man, all right. See, we can't start preaching again. We got to get out of here. All right. Well, we'll we'll have you on again next Tuesday, brother. We appreciate you. All right, brother. We'll get on Jezebel and Ahab that's trying to take over this country next week. All right, brother. Thank you so much, Jeff. All right. Later, brother Jeff. Uh, all right. All right. Y'all be blessed. Thank you. There, there's an anointing right now on the ear of the believer, yeah. of the ear of the remnant, of the ear of the saint, to be able to really hear what the Spirit's saying, what the Spirit's doing. There's not enough time anymore to run around wondering, hey, should I do this or should I do that or what do I do? There's, there's a voice of God going out across this land that is so powerful and so direct that, that if we'll just listen right now, there's an anointing, I'm telling you, in the ear, in the spiritual ear of man right now to say, oh, that's what I'm supposed to be doing. Tune your ear to heaven. Listen closely and just do what he tells you to do. That's it. See, that's the key. Just do what he tells you to do. Yeah, don't be Woo. swayed by all the deception. Glory be to God. Uh, be rooted.